from the Pathway Studios in Johnston proper. You are live from the path. Like that, or it's all over the wall, buddy. And <laughs> listening to live from the path, coming for the Pathway Studios here in Johnston proper. I, you guys don't want to know what we were talking about. <laughs> we're all in this together. We're just talking about being friends. This is not in your best. Just being interest buddies and, to know and what's helping, happening. helping from COVID. a guy out. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here's what we got going on live from the path uh, this evening. Uh, first of all, thank you uh, for thank you for allowing us the rest. I, I your grad your graciousness just cannot be overstated. Um, we we haven't recorded a show in two weeks, and you guys were just so patient and kind. No one harassed right the complaint line. No one banged down the door and said, "Where's the show, boys?" I had people I mean, throwing rocks at my windows. Oh, okay, so Dan, maybe they directed it, Dan. Really, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, I think that's fair. Okay, well, anyway, th- th- thanks for giving us us peace. Some some you know, sometimes as, as uh, local celebrities, it's just hard. It's hard to get away. And uh, you guys, you guys were gracious. Thank you for doing that. Nobody asked for autographs. I'm, I'm astonished <laughs> at how far you were able to get into that without laughter. <laughs> I, I meant every word. I don't, I don't know what you're implying. Nobody stopped I'm us for selfies. That you did not mean every word. Yeah, I remember you were trying to manipulate me earlier, and I just won't stand for it. Okay, here's what I got to go on the show this evening. So there are some, uh, I got a few articles that I want to talk through. Um, and here's what's, here's what's happened. And I, I don't know, maybe this is not a good thing, but I was listening back to one of the old older shows, and uh, we, had, we had got an article from BeliefNet about, yes. about ladies, uh, what it was, the seven ways in which your, your, what, your lady is being unfaithful. Oh and, yeah, and uh-huh. they were like ridiculous. Uh-huh. They were like, "Oh, she daydreams," <laughs> or like she's, she's looked at another man one, in person. One was like, "She's being unfaithful to you with herself," <laughs> and it wasn't even the thing you you would think about. Right. <laughs> and so, anyway, she wears I, men's deodorant. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and so, uh, Irish I spring. I thought uh-uh. I'm gonna go check and see what's on the old belief net. And boy, howdy, I found an article by the same woman. Who, oh, no. the, the lady who wrote the original article. Oh, so she's, we're gonna, she's still kicking them out. Huh? Yeah, she is. She's. Uh, I thought they'd replace her with the AI by now. It's like, can you write a <laughs> shallow and a mildly misogynistic Woman, article, but from a from a woman's point of view, kick out an article. Um. So anyway, we're gonna talk through. I got a couple that I wanted to to hit up. Uh, Buva has an update. He is uh, he's wandered into the doors of a uh, of a new church uh, this week to to uh, for a baptism, and uh, he's got some thoughts. I do. He's got some thoughts. I do. And then we'll do some advice on on Dear Life from the Path. Dan, did we confirm did you confirm Asbury is still rolling or not rolling? I don't believe it is. I, I haven't confirmed, but uh I, I'd heard like last week on Wednesday they were gonna have their last service or something official. Like they were gonna officially like close down the thing. So okay. how long did it actually go? Like do we know the like the the length of the deal? A couple of weeks almost. Two and a half, one and oh, half weeks. I I feel like it was long. Longer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, hold on. When did the Asbury... Sorry for those that don't have a lot of uh, of research into this topic. I I I've yet to read an article on it or know about it. I just hear you know, updates periodically. I see different things yeah. on, on Oh, February 8th. That's when it started. Is when it started or yes. when it ended? Yes, when it started. So like what? 20 days? It's like happening in other colleges now, though. It's it has spread. Oh, it's spreading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. spreading like wildfire. So, so I can't. You can't say like the whole idea is gone, but I don't think it's happening. I mean, I'd hope not. Well, right. I mean, it'd be pretty rough. If that's the whole supposed idea to be like gone. what we call normal. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. No, I got you. 
Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we'll fuck. Maybe I, I, we were gonna pick it up, but I think maybe we'll just pick it up next week. We'll just take a. Uh, we'll let the dust settle if it has settled. If it's not, I mean, yeah, it, it'll, it'll kick keep back rolling. up again. Or let the winds blow. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Uh, so here we go. Here was the article: six things to do when your wife fails you. Oh. Oh gosh. Wait. Okay. So this was written by a woman. Same woman. Les Leslie White. Does she just hate? Never mind. Sorry. I can't figure out. Yeah, your wife I, pets a cat. I cannot figure it out. Okay. <laughs> Six things to do. Six things to do when your wife fails you. She says, uh, marriage is a lot like a house. It requires a firm and lasting foundation. While so many marriages are grounded in love, as they should be, love isn't enough. For a relationship to be healthy and thrive, the two have to be willing to put the work into it. Gentlemen, this includes the time when your wife fails you. <laughs> what a focus. Wow. To move past this hurdle, you'll have to form a deeper understanding of each other. This will increase the bond in your marriage and help it to flourish again. Remember, even the strongest marriages will have moments of failure. That's okay. It's what we do to move out of these stages that dictates the strength and the health of the relationship. Here are six things to do when your wife fails you. And I would propose the same questions I had the last time, which is, why does this not apply to men? That's right. We're going to listen to these, and we're going to go, could this also apply to a dude? Why isn't this spouses? Right. Why focusing on the ladies? We don't, we don't admit it, though. We, we have not failed. Oh, you think that's so maybe the she just understands that, oh, or maybe this is the uh, this is the SEO target because the guy right. is is googling. Hey, my wife failed my me. Wife what failed do me. I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. might I imply that if you're asking the Google this type of question, she's probably not failed you. You might be the doofus in the exactly. relationship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe you're not talking. Yeah, your, to your criteria for wife, failure yeah. is probably pretty low. <laughs> um, okay, so number one, here we go. Uh, thing to do when your wife fails you: let go of the need to be right. When your wife fails you, you're going to want her to know your pain. You're also going to feel the need to be right and in control. That's oddly put. You need to let this need for control go. If you're having a conversation with your wife and it becomes a little contentious, take a step back. Contrary to what you may be feeling at the time, you don't need to be right. Marriage thrives on strong communication. Now, just to clarify, isn't the proposition here that your wife has failed something? So doesn't that imply that you are right? Yeah, and this is just a general tenet of like communication in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let go of the need to say I'm right, you're wrong. It's a weird semicolon. There's nothing to do with the failure. Just yeah. do that always. Right. When your spouse fails you or does something you can't stand, try handling the situation without resentment or complaint. <laughs> Wait, is that number two or is that still a no, continuation? This is, this of number is one? the okay. same one. Yeah. Let them know you have the ability to listen to them right where you are. These are what this is. These are not English words. These are, this might be an AI article. This feels like like a Korean woman wrote this, and then they used a translating program. <laughs> uh, this will help your partner see that communication doesn't have to go so left. <laughs> it may even help them to be more open to listening to the things you have to say. Okay, yes, let go of the need to be right. Of course. Of course. We can't. We can't just move past that, Ben. Was that your fake Korean that you just did? Yes. I felt I felt real good you, about it. You have broken Mike down on many occasions when he throws a random bit of an accent plus a fake language out there and attributes to a race. Yet you just hung choi. All right, sorry. Go ahead. If you're upset about it, call the uh, Bob Eisenhower complaint line. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Five one five five one seven zero zero eight five. That's right. Call or text. You just let us know. If, in fact, I need you to spell Hong Choi. What I said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're real words, and I wouldn't know how to reproduce them if they I did. I think I put some of that on uh, some noodles I ate recently. Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's like spicy or something. Uh, the YouTube. Uh, okay. So anyway, I d- agreed. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't. It, it, this feels like hey, don't rub it in. Right. If you, you got to get past it, then you actually have to do effort to get past it, not double down, focus in on it, get out the highlighter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That seems all right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you have to be told this, then you're you're really an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five. I mean, is that you like, know, am I, or does she think we're all idiots? So she's like, let me talk. Let me mansplain. Maybe that's what's happening. Woman'splain. We're being woman'splain too. Yeah. yeah, like I feel, I feel like if you're if you're in a marriage and understand like what you're doing, like you come at this with grace and with forgiveness and recognize that like this is what we do. Yeah, we both screwed up. You know, babe, like, you're wrong. Right, like the only Jesus is the one who's right in our marriage, and we're both going to point to that direction. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You just don't don't grind it in, man. If you want to move past something, like uh, if you if someone you you're married to. Is wrong. I mean, it's best to to try to come to an acknowledgement of that. That way, it doesn't feel like like you're fighting. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the story. My wife and I went on a walk one time, and uh, it was us and the kids, and uh, at least two of the kids. We walked out on a quarter, half a mile, something like that. And there's a tornado warning in our area, and so we start to walk back because we're worried the tornado's gonna come. And somehow or another, I don't know. That part wasn't relevant to the story. It's just what I remember for context. Uh, she was asking me about the peanut butter that I bought. And I bought, uh, I bought uh, Choosy Bins Choose Natural GIF. Okay, so that's what I did. And we argued for 45 minutes because she said, why would you overspend on the name brand peanut butter? Walmart makes a natural peanut butter that's a dollar less. Why would you? And I said, babe, I just like it. She goes, it doesn't taste any better. I said, I, I just I disagree on this. I think it tastes better. <laughs> I like, I like this is what I'm saying. Choosy Dan's Choose GIF. Yeah. Okay. And so I said, I said, look, baby, we're not in the straits. Let's just, let's, let's just not fight over the peanut butter. Let's just say, look, if you buy it, then, then you saved a buck. If we, if you, if I buy it, then like, well, I could probably do better in life, but let's accept it. You know, can, can we agree to that? No, we cannot. <laughs> we, we did not come to terms. Now I say that as only to say, it's hard to move on if you can't agree <laughs> that yeah. we actually have a problem here. Uh, and so th- there is a point where uh, it's worth trying to identify at least where you're splitting or an agreement that, you know what? Yes, I fell short or your, or the, the, your person you're married to goes, yes. Okay. I agree. I made a mistake because you can build from that. It's hard to build off of nebulousness. Okay. Yeah. It's a shifting sand type of thing. And I'm so hope, hoping you created a chart with showing how much per slice of bread you really spent extra. <laughs> this, this is right. Right. <laughs> See how right I am. I break that back down and say, no, don't do that. That's I'm, not right. Nope. Nope. Okay. Oh. says, don't do it, Dan. <laughs> Don't do just, it. Just in case the two over here, over there in that corner, are like, "Yeah, man, you should have, you should have made a pie chart of this stuff yeah. and figured that out." Kathy would let me do it. Really just saying, yeah. <laughs> Kathy loves his peanut butter. <laughs> so, okay, so at the and actually, I, we did not resolve this as far as I remember. Wow. I think I just, I just should not buy the. Now, here's the thing: what do I care? I don't care. I don't really care. I do know what I'm getting you for Christmas <laughs> next year. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm going to get you 50 cent natural. off coupon so you guys can meet halfway. <laughs> this is good. If you guys want to help old Ben out, you can just, I'll give you the address to the old Life in the Past Studios and you just send your crate of GFA. Natural GIF, off, natural GIF, please. Next time we're off two weeks, we'll show up to a package of natural GIFs. <laughs> That's right. Okay, uh, the next one she says, this is one of six. Number two, take the time to bond again. There may be some distance between you and your partner right now. It may feel like the worst time to reconnect, but the timing couldn't be better. Hey, I do feel this way. I think this depends on the dude, but like when, when, when there's been a tussle, like, uh, I don't need to blow off steam because I'm angry. Mm -hmm. I just don't, it feels fake 
to, right to 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 do to i don't know like hug it out or like something that feels to be close like i just I, I just need to feel like i need a little bit of space so that i feel genuine about what i'm doing yeah um and so i think this does depend on the person some people right my wife is like unfortunately is like the opposite like she'll be like look let's 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 resolve yeah, we and she'll this. go right in for the old hugster and i'm like i don't yes i love you no i'm not gonna <laughs> pat you on the back you get the three-quarter hug um <laughs> And so it's, it's, it's unfortunate because, uh, what uh, my wife resolves that way, I yeah. need just a little bit of space and then, then can do it. Or more likely I'd just like to move on. <laughs> um, and so I, her advice here is like it, it, that it's the most opportune time to reconnect. That's that maybe that's true for your wife, right? Recognizing that may not feel that way for you. And I think it's okay to eat it on this one. Um, and do, but you have to do your best to fake it. Like I'm, I'm really, really trying, but I just can't get the full hundred percent squeeze in it. That's you, a hard, that's a hard fake. I, I, I mean, right, women right. know, they know. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Side hug. Like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> it's the exact opposite in my relationship, actually. Like I'm the one, I want to fix things immediately. Yeah. Like I'm super Mr. Fix it because like my brain goes to any, any second that I have not reconciled is like one more second that she's going to leave and run away. Uh-huh. And she's just like, no, I, I, I love you. That was not affected by what happened. But I don't like you right now. Yes. And so I'd like for us to not do that. And I'm just like, babe, please just let me. Can I make you something? Can I cook for you or something? She's like, no, I, I really don't like you right now is where I'm at. And I don't want to be near you. <laughs> yeah. And so I need you to just let me be. And yes. I'm just like, but. Can I be near you while you're right. not near can me? Can I like, can we figure that out where like we sit on the same couch, but like we don't hug? Uh-huh. Like, is that enough? No. no can I rub your feet? Here, <laughs> right. Like, how can I love you in like, in ways that's serving you, but then you also not hate me in this moment and me make it worse. And so, so like, and I, I think where I struggle with that is that like, I have a sense for they're doing something out of guilt. Yeah. Um. And I don't. I don't like the feeling of that. And or it feels like I'm making them beg me to get back in my good graces when it's not them. Like it really is me. Dang. And I need. I just. Yeah. I need a little space to sort the thing out. But like begging and pleading makes it. It make almost makes it feels worse. Yeah. On trying to reconcile something that yeah. like I'm. I we're actually reconciled, but I can't do the thing right then. Dang. This makes me think of like what they talk about with disciplining Seven. children. You either you do whatever the discipline is, some corporate di- discipline especially. Then you give them some space, but you always go back in and, and like, hey, I, I, you know, I love you. I mean, this is, you know, have that, yes, you know, warm, tender moment. Yep. Um, but I mean, I, just, I don't know. All right, I, I don't know. Uh, Nathaniel, are you the sensitive Sally in your relationship? No. No. Was but that also, you like, backwards calling me the sensitive Sally? <laughs> Uh, Go ahead, Nathaniel. I mean, if the size 19 or whatever fits, <laughs> what do you, what do you wear? <laughs> uh, Wait, so, so like legitimately, you, me and my wife do not argue or. Oh yeah, or, you said that before. We just don't. It's like one, I'm, I'm very. Uh, I think the right word is apathetic. Like the peanut butter argument would never come up because. She says, "By the, the this is different Peter." I say, "I don't care." Okay, okay. I have no, no, <laughs> I don't care. I'll buy whatever peanut butter. And also, I say some really messed up stuff that might hurt another woman's feelings, and she takes it in super well. <laughs> like oh, yeah. you know what you just said is super messed up, and I say, you "Yeah, I don't like it jeans. about me either." <laughs> and uh, then you know we just kind of move on. There's a lot of grace in that. I love that. Yeah, yeah it's there's grace and apathy, and it. Causes 
Uh, write that Grace book, and Grace and Apathy by Nathaniel Carson. It causes a book there, there to not be really like is. traditional marital bickering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. That's good. I don't know if that's. I don't off- know if it's good or not. That's right. And that's, that's really awesome, life. or like, or, or dangerous in some way or another. I'm not sure I mean, which it's supposed to be true. Apathy doesn't usually lead to positive. Have things, you but. had natural GIF? <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's where you bring it back. Yeah. Just, like something's not right. <laughs> but also, I'm the type of fellow who like you know you give a little mayo and a little miracle whip, and I, I could I couldn't tell the difference. What is wrong with you? What? This, okay, see, if the, he, that's your natural gif, is this behavior right over here, this Mayo Miracle Whip Ma- problem. No, that is not the same thing. Yes, it's you the exact same. You spend a dollar on the same product. No, it's... You it's, just said two different things. No, it's basically... Miracle same. Whip is not mayonnaise. That's We're, why it's specifically called dressing. They're both white. Yeah. And creamy. So is ranch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll put that on a sandwich, too. Okay. Okay. We're bros on this. That's what I walked away with. Yeah. Cool beans. Jim. Oh, I hate it. Hey, let me ask you this question, Nathaniel. Yeah. Is there anything of which you feel like you are discerning when it comes to eats and drinks? Where you're like, you say, hey, I can tell the difference. You gave me that diet soda. Yeah. Pepsi Coke? What? No. Yeah, I'll no. even take an RC. Pepsi tastes like Robocop's blood. What are you talking about? <sighs> yeah. Here's, okay. Here's one thing. Okay. Yeah, hit me. <laughs> My wife likes to use this, uh, this, uh, this, this real crunchy laundry soap yeah, yes. that doesn't have the dyes or the smells or anything in it. Yep. And uh, over the last seven years, I've said, all right, I don't, I don't really care that much. But she recently has spent quite a, a length of time away from me Yeah. Uh, to take care of our son. Yeah. And uh, as soon as she is gone, I went out and bought the... Uh, you would do Tide. This is the yeah. exact tied, same thing I did with my wife. Tide, and I got those, you know, the, the extra smelly the beads. beads? Yeah. The beads. Oh, yeah. The beads. I've yeah, been beading it up. Awesome. This is the exact same thing my Su- wife and I just did two months ago. Super scent. And then she comes back and she says, why do we have all these beads? I said, I like them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting my foot down, woman. I like the beads. That's okay. what I did. I said, I like them. And I'll do my own laundry. But I'm putting them in there. I want to smell good. This is this is literally the exact same thing that that Gian and I just did like a month and a half ago, where I was like, I'll start doing my own laundry because I'm tired of smelling of nothing, and I like I'd like my clothes to smell nice. And it turned into it like I was worried about the thing because I was like, oh crap, I'm putting my foot down in a situation which I really shouldn't. Uh-huh. But then we compromised to where like she's like, you don't even have to do your own laundry. I'll just separate it so I'm not putting those chemicals on my clothes. Uh-huh. Like deal. I yeah. love this. Hey man, that means your wife is like, I don't care what happens to you. She if the chem- if she thinks the chemicals <laughs> that is a big jump. <laughs> no, no. Here's the thing: if you believe the chemicals in the thing are harmful to you, all right. Here's the deal: it's it's like going, I'll I'll live long and prosper. You no, on the other hand, I need you, in there too. we're gonna we're gonna put something in perspective. And yeah. We've had this conversation already. Okay. Jiffy. If I am Jiffy. worried about anything in my life that's gonna make me kick the bucket, yeah, it is not the tide. <laughs> It's it's not the smelly good game beads, okay? The chemicals that are going to kill me are coming from the food that I've eaten over the last 25 years when I've generally eaten like a campground raccoon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, that is that is what I've done. Dumpster diving, not just for furniture, but sometimes for a Sammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. going gonna to grow a tail, and you're well, not going to know how to... If, it, if the what's Lord has not taken me from what I've done to myself since I was 13, yeah. when I just now recently had a new non-repressed memory uh-huh. of what I remembered... Having the conversation with my dad to when I can start having two double sandwiches uh-huh. from the Bebops, uh-huh. and he lovingly said yes to that, yes. which now that I'm 31, I don't know if I'd call it lovingly anymore, mm, nope. but like, <laughs> it randomly popped into my head the other day when my wife and I went to Bebops, and she got a double, and I thought, there was a, there's a marked time in my life when I was maybe 11, when I was like, Dad, 
I think it's time. Yeah. I think it's time I switch to yep. the two doubles instead of the one. As a preteen, yeah. I'm going to start eating at least a pound and a half of food for, <laughs> for lunch. What are your thoughts on that? And he went, heck yeah, buddy. Let's do this. Okay. Here doubles this, together. This is, a think, this is a think piece for you. Two double Sammies uh, from your dad is the same as poison laundry detergent from your wife. Well, I smell much better now. <laughs> At least I, sw- I smelled much worse when I did the double. Your tail's savings. not going to smell so, good. There we go. All right. Cool. Okay. All right. You've been listening live from the path. Hey, <laughs> what's if, number three? Hey, <laughs> if you've grown or extended a vestigial, a vestigial tail, tail. <laughs> based upon your use <laughs> of laundry detergent, <laughs> <laughs> please let us know about that. That sounds fantastic. Okay, I will tell you, just so there's some sympathy uh, for my area, uh, when I travel on business, I do not take any of the crunchy granola. Uh, maintenance items with me. I leave those at home. I get yeah. what I would consider to be legit items and take them with me. Normal toothpaste, <laughs> something that doesn't come in a powder, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you, you get powdered toothpaste? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. You what just, is it just borax with some spearmint dropped I, on no, it? No, I tried to make my own. I, I made my own, some of my own toothpaste. Um, we make our own laundry detergent, totally. But, like, uh, I tried to make my own toothpaste, and uh, it just wasn't, it didn't turn out right. And so we order it. We order somebody's teeth powder. Tooth powder? Teeth powder. I don't remember. All right, here we go. Oh, I hate that so much. Number go three. On. I love it. Actually, I tell you what I switched to, and this is, uh, I, would, uh, I would vote for this twice, uh, which is uh, just, Bone marrow. just straight up baking soda. If you've never what? taken straight up baking soda to your teeth, now it, it is not refreshing at all because a lot of your toothpaste got some kind of sweetener in it. Right. Okay. But like straight up baking soda, it'll feel like they, these just came out of the package. Like... <laughs> It feels good. I have never it, wanted my teeth it to feel, feel like they just came out of the It feels package. good. They got, I mean, it's a set of Joe Biden's waiting to happen. Like they, are, <laughs> they are nice. <laughs> I'm just saying, give it, give it a shot once a week. Get some baking soda on them, on them yellows. I, like, I've cured and smoked my own bacon before, and like I've, I've, I've done that kind of stuff, like food things to like make my own products. Yeah. But I've never done house cleaning supplies yeah. or my own personal like hygiene items i feel like i really trust colgate uh, i'll tell you this i've been uh my wife and i've been married for uh be eight maybe 18 years this year 18 years this year <laughs> i'm trying to think of it we argue over peanut butter i'm gonna maybe tell you this I, I we have never that i can, to my memory bought glass cleaner or an all any all purpose cleaner uh ever ever I don't think I want to come to your house anymore. Yeah, yeah your tail won't fit in the door. Uh, number four, <laughs> practice gratitude. Three, four. Holy, we're going to have to give up on this list. Uh, here we go. Take the, take the time to bond again. There we go. It's vital that you and your wife both feel loved and valued. This is why gratitude is so important in marriage. Trying to tell, try to telling your wife, thank you, at least once a day. Just like walk by and we go, thank you. Hey. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's just weird. Show your wife that you don't take your relationship for granted. There are several things you can try. Right. Uh, maybe you can start by keeping a journal of the loving deeds your partner does. Also try now. This is not a bad idea, actually. That's it's a terrible it's, idea. It's not a bad idea to it's have been something. Two weeks since you've done something nice for me, babe. No, listen here. Listen here. Failed me. Being able, what like one of the one of the the hardest things in a marriage relationship is like you notice when your other the other person has failed. You don't tend to articulate when another person has done yeah. a good job because you expect them to do a good to job. Yeah. So by just logging in your mind, hey, they, they made lunch. They don't have to make me lunch. This person's not worked for me. She made me lunch Dang today. It. Yeah. Uh, and saying, babe, I appreciate you making me lunch today. I really do. Thank you. That's I, like 
the, the person who prays a lot and gets a lot of answered prayers, we don't think about it. But if you journal, you can look at all yes. the examples. Exactly. I mean, right. It's the same type of thing. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Not terrible. That's actually one of the things um, when my wife are at, at our best and remembering to, and specifically checking in once a week, that's one of the things we will ask each other is that like, um, how have I, how have I felt you, uh, how, how have I helped you feel loved this week? Um, or in what ways have I served you? Cause it causes us to actually think back on it and right. say, I didn't one notice because one of the things where like either one feels the most hurt is like you tried and they didn't even, you didn't even get credit for it. And like, yeah, you should do it anyway, nice. but sure was better when you get credit for it. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. That's true. Um, let's see. Turn back the clock. After someone has failed in the relationship, it's hard to not, not to think about the good old days. It's hard not to want to go back to the honeymoon phase of the marriage. The reality is the spark will dim at times. It's unrealistic to think that the relationship will always be on a high. This is why it's so important to turn back the clock so you can reignite the passion in your relationship. This is a false, this is a false thing. She just said, hey, we want to go back, but you can't. But you should I, turn back the clock. Yeah. Right. That's what I was just about to ask. Okay. Yeah, no, that's weird. This is weird. Uh, while you can do something grand, you can also do really small acts. Yes. These small acts will create new emotional connections and simply show how much you care. Some of these actions will bring you back to the honeymoon phase of the relationship and remind you. She spent a long time saying nothing. Right. Yeah, this one. I mean, I, I agree with the small things. Thing. Yeah. Like it, <clears throat> small gestures and making them feel heard. And like you listen to things that Mace have sent, seemed inconsequential in the moment, but like yeah. you committed them to memory and did something, whether it's like a thing that they mentioned they didn't want to do one time. And so you just started doing that thing yeah. or a thing that they talked about, like, oh, I saw an article on that and that looks super cool. You show up with it a month and a half later and yeah. like, oh my gosh, you were listening in that moment. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Those small things are huge when it comes to, to like keeping things alive and, and feeling connected and loving. Yeah. What's the big deal, though, of referencing the honeymoon? Like, you feel like you're on your honeymoon again. It's like, I mean, I honeymoon was fun. Yeah. But it was, like, awkward and weird, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean. I, I think it's not just the week of the honeymoon. I think it's that honeymoon that, phase where it's, that like. first year, even. First right, two yeah. years. We I'm weren't like, at our best. What? Yeah, agreed. I, I don't. My wife and I weren't at our best. No, our honeymoon no. For, yeah. you're, you're so, like, did, I really, did we really do this? I mean, yeah. I was you know, dumb. so many. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts. I didn't, yeah. I didn't understand how to love her well at all. Like yeah. we had spent such a little amount of time getting to know. Well, I mean, we spent a lot of time getting to know each other, but like together, together mm-hmm. by yeah. that time that like I realized very quickly, I was like, I, she didn't know I burped a lot. Yeah. All that stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like she, she was just like, I didn't know what I was getting into. And yeah. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I like, didn't do it more on dates. You and she was like, powder for know. toothpaste. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Right. That, I got the crest. <laughs> hey, babe, why is there baking soda? Yeah. All that stuff. I mean, it's just a matter of right, you, yeah. you're just getting to know each other in, in a higher level. And I, well, and I think the, the big thing here is, is in moments where you have been hurt or your, your partner has failed you, your, your wife, your husband has failed you. I can understand why going back to a place where like everything was just better and then being stuck in the fondness of that and thinking it will never be that good again can be rough. But like, it's fine to look back and go, we have a history, which means that like this, it's just a part of the ride. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, you've hurt me. I've hurt you as well. We have a history and we have a future and we have a now. That's exactly what I can look at it this We won. This right. Yeah, exactly. It's right. like, yeah. yeah, this is, we're, we conquered we're the peanut butter issue in the best of ways. Like, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is, it means that this has longevity. Yeah. And I don't have to fear 
uh, a, a loss or being abandoned here. Like we're just going to get through it. Mm-hmm. Like I never, I never ever thought like we would not be together, but s- still in the early years, I remember like, as we approached the seventh year, it's like, Oh, that's a big year. Lots yeah. so many people get divorced, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Not that I was thinking, Oh, I might leave you now, but it was just like, what's we that going to be? We did it. Right. What's it going to look like? Yeah. Right. It was like, uh, it was just like six, five and four, <laughs> you know, but, oh, but you know, there's all those weird thoughts. Doing what that, I've been doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's fair. All right. Um, oddly, the next one, which feels like it's part of at least two that she shared, which is remember the little things. So remember, the context was uh, things to do when your wife fails Specifically you. Specifically has failed. Uh, pay attention to the things your wife has going on. Does she have a big meeting coming up? Is there a project she's dreading having to complete? Is she concerned about an upcoming parent-teacher conference? Yes. But try to get her perspective is maybe yes. a better way to say that. Than yeah. Remember the little things. Yeah. Yeah. Un- understand that the, she's human. Yeah. Understand yeah. the context of, of whatever might be contributing to whatever failure happened. Yeah. Oh, that's legit. Yeah, yeah. There's something that led to this. Yeah. It wasn't just like zero to 100 failure or whatever you want to perceive it as like you're, she's a yeah. human being and things have happened. So, okay. A couple weeks ago. I think I told you guys I bought some new silverware, right? I'm all excited about this. Yes, yes. Right? It's actually used silver, silverware. But I'm just excited because now we have plenty, right? Yeah. Yes. I should never run out of silverware. The Lord and, provides. And I like the long forks, not the short forks. Okay. And I like, you know, I have a particular thing. And, I, and I, I was Dan making for some comment uh, to my wife, and I was like, man, I, I've, at my old age, I'm getting kind of particular about, like, I like this type of food, this brand of peanut butter. Uh, <laughs> I said, I like the long forks. And, and, and like, she said something like, I can't remember how she, but she was like, it really irritated her that I like a particular fork. And I looked at her and I'm like, well, I, I don't care what fork you use. You, you know, like, I, I don't understand why you're so upset. You don't have to be particular. <laughs> use all the little forks you want. In fact, this is perfect. You know, I don't <laughs> but most silverware drawers come with two slots for forks. It's fine. Exactly. But then I did immediately think, okay, she's got some stress going on yeah, in her right. life right now. There's, you know, this, that, and that. And it's not that she really cared and was mad at me about forks. That she she had to release that somehow. Yep. And I happened to be standing there talking about forks that she thought, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You Shut had a particular fork. Forks. And I'm like, I like the long ones. <laughs> you know? So it didn't escalate because, uh, you know. Right. I, you yeah, know. It just washed over you, man. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah okay, exactly. I love you. Oh, gosh. That, that, that's what little forks for you. And here's what I'm going to tell you is that, like, that's the opposite of the honeymoon problem. Honeymoon, yeah. you go, hey, I like the long forks. She's like, I'll always make sure I have long forks for you. Yeah. <laughs> you have long forks forever, babe. Like, why are you going to be so picky and ridiculous? <laughs> I will hand wash those. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, right. <laughs> I don't remember. I can't remember the context of it, but, like, maybe two weeks ago, uh, we were we were hanging out at the house or something, and uh, Gianna hates uh, she hates um, uh, doing the kitty litter mm-hmm. like uh, it just drives her nuts. But like she told me when we were going to get cats that she would do the kitty litter until she got pregnant, and yeah. like, obviously that's a problem for for yeah. uh, women who get pregnant. They should not do kitty litter or something like that. Whatever, I don't know the stuff. And so like she does it most of the time. Hey, that's just the thing pregnant ladies tell you, by the way. Yeah, they say a lot of that's stuff. That's not legitimate. Oh, well, I'm aren't there like senses super heightened because of hormones? Too? They're trying to get out of doing the kid litter. Well, I mean, I'm gonna love her and do it regardless. Yeah, as so you should. Yeah, I'm just no. saying it's real. But, like, and so I don't remember the situation, but um we were t- we were talking about the kitty litter, and then I said, No, nah, babe, I'll do it. I was trying to be loving and say, I'll take care of it because I know how much she dreads it and like hates it. And I said, No, nah, I'll take care of it. And she goes, No, you suck at doing it. <laughs> it's kidding like it hit me for a moment i'm like it's poop it, <laughs> i suck at 
doing it. Like it's, it, it's just visible poop that's got to go, right? Like afterwards, is there the stuff there? No? Fantastic. I did wonderfully. It was zero. It was gone now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this came about because you were going to do something that you didn't want to do, and I offered to just do it for you, and your snipback response was, you suck at doing it. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I'm like, this isn't the th- the problem is not that I'm not good at it. Yeah. I mean, it is a problem. Obviously, there's a level of of like quality. That you must I'm be real bad. <laughs> yeah, I must be missing half of, or maybe there's a litter box I just don't know. Or you just fling or it. You right? just get it up and shoot it. <laughs> Try and make it into the trash can or something. I promise it's not gross down there. Like it's whatever. But like I thought to myself, I was like, okay. And so I walked. I was like, fine. You know, I I'm not going to pursue the the line of questioning here because she's obviously in like a it, in flaming moment, right? I walked away and like I went and did the dishes or something real quick. And like 20 minutes later, I walked up to her. I'm like, hey, so first off, I appreciate you telling me that I'm not very good at something because <laughs> obviously if I offered to do it, I don't want to do it, you know, 50%. I want to make it to where it's actually something that's taken care of for you. Is everything else okay? Like, is there something else that was like bugging you in that moment that you needed to talk about? And she goes, yes, I didn't want to talk to you about it though. So blah, and I, like we talked about it for a second and she yeah. got whatever she was feeling off her, off her, her heart. And I was like, okay, cool. We've talked, you just tell me what's happening. Yeah. Like, you, we don't need to build up and then at like a week later go, well, you suck at doing kitty litter. Yeah, well, but to clarify, do you actually still suck at I, it? I did it today <laughs> and she seemed okay. okay. Like I, I think, I think she understands <laughs> that like I may not do it great I don't know how else to do it better. I don't know if it's like I spray the stuff, I add more kitty litter if I feel like it needs to be more in there. I try to hit all the things. Yeah. But apparently I just I I don't know if I just don't do a good job of it. Mm. Sifting, whatever. Um <laughs> but like it was just a funny situation. I'm like, you know, you just tell me. Like if there's something going on, like you we don't have to snip. Like there's no reason. And I I'm not trying to represent her like she's a snippy person. This is just right. two stories out yeah. of maybe six years of being together, three years of two and a half years of marriage. We don't fight at all either because I usually go into things thinking, well, I'm wrong. <laughs> and so yeah. I don't have any level of where like I come at things and I go, okay, I'm right in this. Yes. And so we're really needing to hash this yeah. out and she's going to come to my viewpoint. I go most likely wrong in this yeah. and I'm just going to listen until I know we're both good. Yeah. And it's worked out well. But so Jif far. is better. It's just flat out better. I don't understand. <laughs> Trader Joe's peanut butter is where it's at. Uh uh-uh, uh. I'm against yes, that. Yes, 100%. No. It's no sugar and it's like 235 for a thing. Yeah. No. Here's what I want to know. Yep. If you're making your own dang old soap. Yep. Peanuts exist. Why don't you make your own peanut butter? And it's, you've got a nice blender. I've seen it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been to your house. It's not, um, it's not a cost advantage to make your own peanut butter. Wait, just a hot darn second. Unless I'm willing to shell them, and I'm not. I was about to say, yeah, if you're buying them like raw, they should be a lot cheaper. If you're buying, yeah, if you're willing to shell your peanuts, but shell like and roast them, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I got uh, less money, uh, less than money, time, and so yeah, not worth my time to shell peanuts. Don't you have like twelve kids for that? Uh, they don't make them shell peanuts. Uh, they do. They uh, they do a whiz bang on the kitty litter, but they don't shell peanuts <laughs> worth a darn. Okay, fair enough. Yep. Dang, right. I thought I was going to have a bunch of kids and have them be able to take care of things that I don't have time or money for. That's a they, that's a that's a joke. They don't do that. I <laughs> think my family structure. They they cost money. Uh, all right, last one. Don't be afraid to display your love. This is going to be great. Nothing is wrong with a little love and affection, especially after a rough patch in the marriage. Do little things to remind your wife how much you care about them. It's also okay to show a little PDA. Smile. Hold each other's hands. Unnecessary. Semicolon. Even put your even put your arms around each other. <laughs> oh wow! Really pushing the bar with that one. 
these subtle actions can help her feel how close you are connected. It also shows that when the chips are down, you still love her deeply. Now, there is something about figuring out a way to, uh, you call it fight, argue, improve each other, I don't care, uh, in such a way that, like, you're not drawing lines. This is why you don't flee from the house without saying something like, like you're I'm here for this discussion. I'm not trying to bail from anything right. that's in it. Um, you fight fair, but you fight presently um, and you fight intentionally and you fight with the goal of, of getting better, not with a goal of I'm winning. And like how you how you physically portray yourself will communicate that. Right. Yeah. There's no version of this where like it ends like you go. It hurts and it's OK to acknowledge that this hurt. And guess what? I've hurt you as well. And we're both human beings, and we're going to come through this. We're going to talk to each other. We can be mad in the moment. We can be mad in, in a few days, whatever. We're going to work through this. I love you still. My love meter has not gone down. It cannot be affected here because that's, that's you know, held in, 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 a, in another place so that it can't be broken. I love you, and you hurt me. Let's move past it. Right, right. Okay. Grace uh, and forgiveness, fellas. Yeah, so these all, uh, the, the, the sum up was strong marriages. Take a lot of work, but putting the necessary time in pays off tremendously. If you want your relationship to flourish, especially after a rough patch, put these actions in motion. Some of them may be difficult to apply, but others will be easy. Remember, even the small things matter and help take your relationship to new heights. Applying them to your marriage can transform your relationship. Failure doesn't have to be an option. And this may be a nothing burger, but the premise of love sometimes isn't enough. Well, yes, it is. You're just looking at love wrong. Like, love isn't just Valentine's cards, and it's not just bacon cookies. Like, love is putting that work in. That is the real love. Stop saying that you're not going to get through a marriage if it's it's only based on love. Uh, Yeah, yeah, right, right. Like, what people are trying to say is, like, uh, your 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 feelings. feelings. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, Yeah. a marriage isn't going to be based off the fact that, like, oh, I really like this person, and they're cute. You're absolutely right. It's worked for me, though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I married a bombshell of a woman, and it's worked out really well. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Every once in a while, people are like, well, she's married to you? And I'm like, this is exactly why I married the woman I did, because people recognize that I look like a bridge troll, yeah. and she looks like Tyra, Tyra Banks. Yeah, she's like a model. Is that, was that the... <laughs> no? Was that not the move? I was recently told that I don't know Project, uh, Mon- yeah. Project yeah. Runway, people. Yeah, that's a shell game. You know all about it. You, you, won the, you have a board game. The trivia. <laughs> oh, I have pro- yes, I do have Project Runway Monopoly, but I got that yes. at a uh, I got that at a Goodwill Outlet store. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay, you've been listening to live from the path. Thanks for hanging out with us so far tonight. I, I yeah, I don't know if you have any thoughts about that article. Let us know five one five five one seven zero zero eight five. That's five one five five one seven zero zero eight five. Call or text. We'd love to hear you on the uh, live from the path. Do you think, do you think they uh, pay her for the, those articles? Oh yeah, she's got a bunch of them too. So it's, it's they have money to pay her. Uh yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. That's they don't, the weirder part. They me. don't put it into their web property. They use it all on the content. So, this, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hold on. Let's see. Seven. I don't care about that. I okay. I hurt her feelings now. Huh? I hope she's not listening. Okay. So, here's... You want, you want some really bad news. And I just found this out within the last 30 seconds. It's like I clicked on her name, and it took me to a bunch of other articles by her, and it had her picture and bio up at the top. She is indeed of Asian descent. (laughs) 
And so what I've what I've said is real rough. We've just been canceled. (laughs) We have been doing this for ten plus years now. It is never a good idea (laughs) to make up a fake bit of language based off of what you think someone might look like. (laughs) I didn't look at her. That's why I said think someone might look like. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I should have done a Russian is what you're saying. No, never. Yeah. No, never. And in Secular versus Solomon, we should never guess racially. Like, that's never a good idea. Or Dan should never drop Epcot Center. Like, I still remember that moment. That was fantastic. Yeah. Nathaniel, I think you're in the clear. I don't know if you've ever dropped a random accent or bit of fake Korean that might have been a sauce you put on on noodles once. Actually, you're not in the clear because of that one. Whatever. All right, cool. Okay. Uh, all right, we're gonna do what? So when I, I don't think I'm gonna read this whole article, but like there was an article called Seven Lies We Believe About God." I'm so uh, round Is that robin. The same same one. No, oh. different. Same website, different guy. Question is. You, you each have one guess, and we will see if it's on the list. Ooh, okay. Seven lies we believe about God. Dan. Uh, that he will give you, he will never give you more than you can handle. <laughs> okay. All right. Never give you more than you can handle. Move uh, That he gives you everything you ask for. Okay. That he's a genie. Nathaniel. Uh, Do we take the top two? Uh, yeah. My mind is awash after those two. Um, Do you, have you felt like your mind has been in a fog ever since you started using that uh, cancerous <laughs> tide? It's the beans. <laughs> Actually, you know, everybody says my the diet soda that I drink is going to make me uh, have a have a, a goiter and a tail and what have you. Uh-huh. And uh, sometimes I think to myself, you know, the the diet soda maybe it's affecting my mind. Maybe I'm in a fog. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I should That's give it I up. Drink. Diet soda leads me out of the fog. Anyways. Um, I think maybe uh, that that the Lord uh, uh, will leave you. Nathaniel started. <laughs> Nathaniel started a sentence and went, "Lord, if you can help me get to the end of the sentence, I'd really appreciate it." One more, and word. then ironically, it was that the Lord will leave you, <laughs> will abandon you when you're trying to answer questions. <laughs> The Lord exactly. will kick you when you're down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Spit in your face. <laughs> Seven lies people believe about the Lord that his name is actually Daryl. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, here are the seven lies. One, that God is of my denomination. Well, I mean, <laughs> people believe that. <laughs> okay, number two, God is a prude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. This, this is a, the greatest list ever. <laughs> check this one out. Believe.net is champions. God is not a prude. He's a realist. Let's unpack what this means. Many Christians view sex as something dirty, and by extension, they view their own human biological wants and urges as sinful and disgusting. But the truth is, full colon, God built us to be able to have sex. He never Ooh. saw sex coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's not gross or taboo. It's hardly the work of a prude. Hmm. Okay. Number three. God uh, hates us. What? <laughs> uh, what Bible are you reading? God does not hate you. Let's see here. God loves you and all your flaws. It is a weight that bends the backs of so many Christians. I don't know. Like, is this a, like your friend Ted believes these things? Right. Or is this a common? Yeah. This is a common problem. Roy showed up at church three years ago for Easter, and he's never been back since because yeah. he really believes all these seven things. Now, now, the, I mean, it is. There are people who like legitimately struggle, like seeing, 
like they'll believe all kinds of other things about God. But when it comes to how it applies to themselves, the ability for God to forgive, the ability for God to be a father figure, the ability for God to, to actually love them, to care about what goes on in their lives. Like they've got something like in them and in the way that they think about themselves that accepts a lot of other things about God, except for the things that apply to them. Mm-hmm. That's possible. That is totally possible. Um, or, or there's there's like an atheistic type of uh, well, I suppose you can't technically be an atheist and, and hold this particular view, but like <laughs> someone who is like basically against God or claim a lack of existence, who will say, well, if God exists, then He hates you because of the following, right, right, because of this type of uh, pain that's in the world or whatever like that. But I, uh, you know, I don't know if that's particularly common. Seven lies that hurt people have heard and perpetuate. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, God is in my political party. Okay. Okay. I don't know if anybody really believes that. Oh, I don't know about that. I you think so? Do. Yes, absolutely. Are you kidding me? God votes for Goldwater. That's what we think, Kevin. I mean, I That's get that people think that pin. like we are the we are the platform of uh, Christian beliefs. I get I could see that, and people using trying to justify what they believe politically, that they blame Jesus for it. Totally, that's uh, true across multiple political platforms. Um, but do you think people are really? Well, maybe so. Maybe on the fringe, there's a few. Maybe so. Okay. Um, Next, God is religious. I don't like this one. I don't like, I don't like this. I think it's a misrepresentation, especially when we say like, I have a relationship, not a religion. I'm like, because you're, it's it's, it's the same way where you're thinking about the, about love. I'm like, James seems to think there's something positive about a true religion. Right. Yeah. Uh, And so like, I I just, you're, I I think you got to be cautious that you're not throwing out good, right, structured beliefs, ways in which the church has behaved um, to justify your uh, Jesus is my homie, look at the world. Right. Like, and, and so not that I, I think the relationship is is paramount, but like, I, I don't think you have to take a whiz on right. what what you believe oh, to be religion be in, in light of it. Yeah, um, for a long time, I did the whole, I don't have a religion, I have a relationship. Yeah. And it really led me, <laughs> it led me down a weird path where I was like, Jesus is my buddy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I'm pretty sure he calls Kim King is kind of the, the yeah. fealty is important, important here. Like I'm, there's a kingdom that I'm a part of and there's some serious stuff. Like I may not be defined by rituals that don't have meaning, yeah, but like it's all the same thing now. So, yeah. Yeah. Like we have to do, I actually was been talking about this recently is that like this notion of King and friend uh, are hard things for us to get. Jesus can do both, no problem. Right. He doesn't have a problem with them both being true. We sometimes struggle weird. with yep. what that right. looks like. Yep. Um, but you're right. You don't throw out king and don't throw out friend. Right, exactly. You live in the tension of both of those being accurate for Jesus. Okay. Um, let's see. God thinks less of women. God thinks less of women. Hmm. I think people that actually feel that way don't believe in God. Like, I think they think that a patriarchal set of dudes made a religion that kept women under their boots. Yeah, they haven't actually read the Bible. They just have been told right. that that's what the yeah. Bible women says. Women are supposed to be the weaker yeah. vessel, and they're supposed to be quiet, and they shouldn't be teaching and or pastoring and stuff like that. I mean, like those, are, those are wrestleable items. Right. These are things to wrestle through, but like it, it also it's not the um, you can't read those out of its out of the context right. of either what Paul is saying, nor frankly the whole trajectory of strict of scripture, especially right. Jesus's interactions. Right, and so yeah, yeah, okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, is this the last one? No, no. God does not exist. 
seven lies people believe about God is that he doesn't exist. People who believe that? Uh, sure. Yeah, it does yeah, seem a little bit... It, uh, it's a lie. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Seven <laughs> lies people believe about God. He's a potato. <laughs> okay. He shows up in French toast. <laughs> hey, weird. Okay, this is the final part of the article. And then we're going to get to uh, checking in with Bouva's uh, recent foray into the world of uh, sermons. Uh, he ends the article with this. When we figure out who God really is, we're better able to not only be his representatives to the rest of the world, but our own spiritual lives are healthier. Examine your own preconceived notions and ideals for these falsehoods and weed out what's not truly scriptural, like God does not exist. Uh, yeah, right. Yep. Do this. And you'll find God. I hated that. There's a man in a picture with his arms in victory. I, okay, I thought you were just doing that, and that was your natural reaction to what just happened. What is prayer cloth, and are they biblical? Read next. Don't believe that. Okay. All right. You're listening live from the path. Oh, no. Checking in with Bova. Bova visited, uh, you visited uh, Orando, uh, you were at a church because somebody was getting baptized. Yes. And you took in the sermon of the day. I sure did. What were your thoughts? Oh, boy. It was, it was rough stuff. Okay. Um. And it was interesting because, uh, so I was sitting with my family. Um, they do not attend church very often, and they do not believe in Jesus. Um, a couple of them are very against the thought of of organized religion and all that stuff, and, and it's it's super fun. Um, yep. And as we're sitting there, and I'm listening to this pastor talk, and I'm just, I, my head is hung in shame mm-hmm. at the fact that, like, I'm like, these they're in church right now. This is an opportunity for them to hear some good stuff. Yeah. And this is what they're getting. Nice. And I'm like, oh, no. I like, I, there was a part of me that wanted to just go up on stage and be like, hi, I feel like I should talk after what just happened. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, let me, let me start by saying that I feel like I was, was well-intentioned and just trying to love on people. Yes. Yep. I, there's no reason for me to, to believe that him and I would be adversarial. It's just, there's a certain things that, that just seemed kind of rough. And so. It was uh, it, it was a baptism Sunday, and so it was trying to kind of speak about the gospel. He said, you know, I'm just here to to speak the gospel and then get out of God's way. Yep. And there were a, a lot of amens to that and, you know, hallelujahs and good stuff. And so, great. I yep. agree. Fantastic. Speak the gospel and then move and let God do things, right? Like, awesome. Then we start getting into the scripture, which was just jumping around all over the place and just nitpicking everything that could possibly be grabbed to be possibly about the gospel uh-huh. and the concept of baptism, which was interesting, but like not once was it something Jesus said. And like that felt kind of rough uh-huh. to be like, I'm bringing the good news of Christ, but I'm going to stick around with some stuff that wasn't really anything with Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, yeah, well, whatever. So let's see what he does in the, in the midst of the, the the pieces of scripture that he's grabbing um, started with a picture of his family okay, up yep. on the on the screen, and he goes, "I've been told that people will like me more if I show them my family." <laughs> and I just kind of started chuckling, and I was like, "What a way to telegraph that you're not a likable person." Is to go, <laughs> right. most people don't like me, but when I show my family, oh boy, uh-huh. I really get in their good graces. And I'm like, "Come on, man! Like, can we move past the gimmicks? Like you just said." I need to like get out of the way of Jesus and speak his gospel. And you start off with the mechanics of cool pastor. Uh-huh. Let's put like, me on center stage. <laughs> right. It's like, come on, man. And he did, he did the cliche and I hate this. He did the whole, I got six kids. If you can't tell, I really enjoy what the Lord allows me to do. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, man. Oh no. Like, I don't know if we need this. Like if we're at, 
we don't need this. No. Like nobody needs the, the the creepy youth pastor that's like, I'm really excited that I finally got married. And guess what that means, guys? Uh, guess what? It's like, ah, oh, it's creepy. It's super creepy what yep. you've done. Nobody uh, wants to no, think connect that to you. Everyone is super excited about the fact that that is something the Lord made for married people. But we don't need no. you to rub it in and go, ha ha, guess okay. what I get now. I'm going to clarify. Everyone is super excited that the Lord made that thing for them to participate yeah, right, in. yes. No one wants to think about anybody else participating. I've never once been excited at a wedding going, I'm happy that they get to do yeah. that now. Nope. That's not a thing nope. I've ever thought. <laughs> nope. Officiating a wedding, I don't go, yeah, buddy. No, yeah. it's gross. Uh, so he made that joke, and every like the whole congregation was in, in stitches because of it. they're like, <laughs> we get it, pastor. We get it. And I'm yeah. just like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> and I don't want to be around people to get this. And so it, it was he, – he also might have, have – uh, said a scripture that he was going to put up on the on the screen that doesn't exist in the Bible. Like he dropped a Galatians quote, but I think it was the wrong chapter and verse because uh-huh. the the chapter and verse that he called out doesn't exist. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, all right, cool, because I wanted so to you follow also don't do homework Bible because you're busy doing other stuff. I'm just like, with oh, your no, okay, all right, fair <laughs> enough. And I'm like, I just I sound like I'm breaking the guy down, but like it, I am, I whatever, I am. <laughs> You sound it's, like it because. I sound like it because that's exactly what I'm doing. And so it, the, the culmination of this and what really made me realize what was, what was happening was the, he goes, you've all heard this parable before. And I'm like, okay, finally, we get some Jesus words in here. Yeah. And he goes, there was a grandfather speaking to his grandson. And I go, okay, already not identifiable as one that I've heard. Maybe it's a different one that I just don't know. Yeah. Like it's in from the, Catholic, he's the reading. Catholic Bible. Right, exactly. Is this Maccabees? What's happening right now? Samuel's goes, hidden. You've all heard this parable before, and if you haven't, maybe, you know, listen in. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, he really thinks that he's bringing the heavy with whatever he's about to say. And he goes, oh, gosh. He goes, a grandfather was sitting there with his grandson, and he explains to his grandson that the grandfather has two wolves that live within oh, him. No. And I'm, I recognize it immediately, and I'm like, no. <laughs> No, no, no! Don't, don't, don't do this. Don't do it. And Tim. like, you could just feel don't the ambiance. Like the room got real hushed. They're like, I like wolves. <laughs> it, was, it was like two hundred people in a room. They're wearing Timberwolf shirts that are howling at the moon. They're like, wolves are cool and powerful. And he goes, and they're always fighting and and fighting each other always. And one of them will eventually win. And that leads the grandson to ask the grandfather, grandfather. Which wolf will win, though? And he goes, the wolves are represented. One is the evil within me, and it lives, and it, and it, it lives for lust, and it lives for, for anger and for, for bad things. And then one wolf is for the good things in my life, righteousness and, and, and good things. And grandson, the wolf that will win is the one that you feed. <laughs> and when I tell you that this whole congregation, having been listening to Scripture for 20 minutes and not said anything— heard the punchline of that wolf thing and they all go oh, oh, no. oh that's heavy the wolf you feed they, if i'm doing bad stuff i'm feeding that bad wolf that's what's happening man i'm, I'm tired of this bad wolf I'm sick of it and i'm like oh no the most impactful thing from this dude's statements like all of it having said multiple things about like the identity of who jesus is and what <laughs> baptism means to us and all this different stuff it was kind of like yeah we get that but man Pastor, you really killed it with that wolf parable you said. Yeah, yeah. And I immediately, I, I couldn't help myself. I like reached up to my my two siblings that are in front of me, and I said, "We're getting a family tattoo today." It says hashtag Don't feed the wolf. We're doing this right now. They are cracking up laughing. I'm like, I can't do this, man. This is so rough. And so I'm waiting for him to bring it home or anything. Yeah. 
it turns into at the end, he goes, so here's the deal with baptism and with, with who we are and what Jesus calls us to be. Everybody in here has just got to die. Like, that's what it means. We've got to die. And I'm like, I, I pseudo get, I mean, I get what you're getting to, yeah. but like, that's a weird thing to drop as like the end of your sermon is like, everybody in here has got to die. Yeah, and everybody's like, yeah, hallelujah, we got to die. Don't feed the wolf, blah, 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 blah. And everybody gets up and starts dancing and singing. And I'm like, is this is this what we're doing? I mean, it's a real mix of, it's a mix of metaphors. Like, am it's I the dead the wolf or the living wolf? <laughs> I can't it's, die and be the wolf right. that wins. Am I the, am I the wolf that doesn't get fed? And like, here's the deal. And and this church is, it, 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 they're known for being incredibly accepting to like anybody. Yep. Which I appreciate. Like, yeah. that's a super cool thing. Like, they even have this like mission statement at the very beginning of the church, uh, or the 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 sermon goes like they go through all of the possible walks of life that you could think of, and all of the modern terminology for all of those things, like tweaker, like meth head, like a drunk or a boozer, and like uh-huh. it's it's like three minutes of essentially extenuate or extending the whole Paul thing where he yeah. starts talking about like oh idolatry and it, it, yeah. it was rough. Like at one point in time. They said the word whore, yeah, and like people kind of got like, yeah, like that's me. <laughs> I'm here, and I'm like, I appreciate that you're pushing for like there. We accept everyone. We love all of you. And he goes, we we are called to you are you are accepted before you believe. And everybody stood up, hallelujah, all this different stuff. And I was just like, man, I appreciate some of the bones here, and like I love the fact that they're inviting to anybody, and there's not a single walk of life that can't walk into that place and get loved on. I love that entirely. I love that so much. It's affected people in my life in a good way. But like this dude comes in and like, this is the heavy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what? It's just, it's flair. Like you're, you're, I mean, you're twirling flags. Like yeah. there's not meat happening here. And there's not stuff where people are like legitimately turning that will push for, this is a real relationship with Christ that you're t- pushing for. What you're, what you're putting out there seems to be just, we accept everybody and you don't feed the wolf and then well, drop the heavy on it. Right. And, and so like, I, I like the, the, the risk, cause it seems like, okay, I mean, maybe it just seems like good advice, you know, don't, don't feed don't yeah, keep doing right. the wrong things. Great. Okay. I should give those up. Uh, and then my good side be more powerful. I mean, that's great. Uh, and it may change your, some of your life circumstances uh-huh. and, but, but neither of those two wolves is the Lord Jesus. Exactly. And so like you've j- all you've done is pushed back onto someone the notion of their own inertia and responsibility right. uh, on what it looks like to change your life. And it, it left out the actual, it's the anti-gospel to be honest with you. Like yeah, it's right. the exact opposite the transformations within you. <laughs> right. It's, it's, no. <laughs> yes. It, it, it is. You couldn't have said a more wrong thing <laughs> when you're trying to get at baptism and, and gospel. Now, uh, if you want to talk about under the subheading of Jesus says, uh, here are the things of what it looks like to not destroy yourself, uh-huh. and yeah. you're going to feel them at war, and the more you do the thing, the harder it is to bail from right. it. Okay. Yeah. Use your wolves. No problem. Right. <laughs> but yeah. like, yeah, you, that was, he probably does not realize, but he that was the exact opposite of the gospel <laughs> message. Yeah. It, I know. It, they They cater to, I'm trying to allow anonymity here as best as I can. They cater to a, a a group of people that are um, like addicted to drugs and you know, alcohol and stuff. Yeah, sure, right, exactly. And like, yeah. there's a certain level of like you have to take charge in in what you're doing and stop doing yeah. that stuff that gets put totally. out there. Yep. But like, 
that is also in line or like that that comes also with the transformative power of Christ in your life like yeah. holy spirit starts changing your heart and starts changing things for you because you have have like allowed him in and have, are working with that with with the uh with the god of this universe on trying to be better like that's how, it's not just you wake up one day want to get better and then you're the reason you're better like that rarely works right, right. like it should work in tandem with the fact that like God is moving things in you because you are giving up parts of yourself to be in line with who he wants you to be. Yeah. Yeah. Any notion of personal failure, relapse, personal failure in there, like your whole world re crumbles. Exactly. As yes. A, yes. There's no foundation. Everything's yeah. broken. You're in quicksand again. Yep. Yep. I think in, in the grand chessboard, spiritual chessboard that, that God plays as he places churches and congregations and people and servants and doing things, I think he does have some, this is a, a very low entry level place where someone right. would come, they might come to my church or, or to your church and like just be completely lost. Not could be a yep. thing that's being said, right. but there they're getting it. But here's the thing. Hopefully at some point, and I've seen this so many times through the right. years now in, in various settings where they will outgrow yeah, but they're being fed, and at some point, the spirit within them will lead them to "I need more," and 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 yeah. and some may not, some may fall and 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 just drift and and try to feed the wrong wolf or whatever. But uh, but some will be like, okay, I I just crave right gospel, and they and and they'll they'll find it. I I, yep. I guess yeah. I'm just saying I trust the Holy Spirit. No, and that's fair, and that's I, a, that's a good point. Not I that think, they're not valid what you're saying, you know, but right, yeah, and I and like I said at the beginning, like I I don't believe that this dude was trying to hurt people, and like right, I right yeah. I don't, and I don't think he was trying to like promote himself. Or and he offers people. nothing for any of us. Yeah, and so yeah, oh, absolutely, right, right, Agreed. Yeah, and so like, I was just yeah. thinking, it, I don't I, really do breast milk anymore. Right, right. No, and I, 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 as I was sitting yeah. there, I'm just like, I just, I feel like I'm worried about where this leads because, mm-hmm. like, that, and and it's true. I, I there is a trust in the Holy Spirit that maybe I'm I'm not yeah. giving a little bit of of credence here to. Now, like, people stay there for 25 years, and you go, okay, you haven't. That's when Paul says, you're on milk, get going. I've seen a lot of people get pulled in by that kind of message that ultimately leads to nothing. Yeah. Like it leads to, this is, you know, it it, it led to, I felt good in the moment for a few weeks or a few days or a few hours, but within seconds it was like, okay, cool. That was, you know, like you lit a lighter and there was a little bit of heat from it, but like, I don't feel like I'm any better for it. And I don't feel like my warmth in my heart from it. It's like I just feel like I appreciate the charisma. I appreciate the the openness to to allowing anybody in and saying everybody's welcome here, and you don't have to be you know twenty years down the line to be uh, loved by Jesus. That's all absolutely true. Mm-hmm. I just caution the other side of it that doesn't have meat and doesn't mm-hmm. have like a foundation to I, sit on. I would yeah, I would actually say like the um, um, meat is one thing. Here it's just context is another. Right, yeah. Like uh, again if you want to say you know even in the presence of good news of of full rescue um good and evil will still be competing in Absolutely, you. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Like again, mm-hmm. I, I you totally could have t- for me you could have if you take that same metaphor and because it hits right for yeah, for this sure, group yeah, of folks, yeah. you just move it underneath <laughs> a true thing about yeah. Jesus and and rescue, then I'm in. Then I actually don't have any concerns. I think this makes me think of 
Have you have you seen the Jesus Revolution movie yet? I haven't. I wanted it's, to it's check good. it. Is I, it? I'm like I'm not the emotional guy. I had a tear going down my cheek during this oh, thing. Nice. I'm like, oh, okay. good thing the lights are off. It's tr- the story of Chuck Smith, a Calvary Chapel. Okay. And he had the big Jesus movement with the hippies. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and and you know the average church did not. They shut the door. They don't, yeah, want, right. don't want those people here. Yeah. They're dirty. And, we don't want them. Yeah. You know, one guy comes along and he brings them in, and all of a sudden, and but Chuck Smith's like the the total Bible guy, right? Yep. Yeah. Nerd Bible, you know, just here and. Preach, preach it as it is. So one guy brought him in at a certain level, and when he would preach, it was like a lot of, you know, oh, yeah, love, you know, right. blah, blah, blah. But then Chuck built them up mm-hmm. to something else, right. you, you know, um, and then it started spreading. It was crazy. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I'm kind of mixing reality in the movie of, of what happened. But, right. Uh, I, I, I'm hoping that's what's happened, what will happen with people. Right. Yep. That, and that, here's that, the deal. Uh, like, there's, there's some serious growth that's happening. Like, I'm seeing it in family members, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm super excited about things that are actually changing for them. Yeah. And they probably I will just, hopefully at some point go. I need, right. I need I've just I've I've also seen other family members that have been subject to this stuff that like they felt good for a moment. Yeah. And yeah. like it it felt great for just a second, but like it really it it was very shallow. Mm-hmm. And so the second that that water started rising, it was just like, oh no, like this didn't help me at all. Like I'm in a paper boat too. right now. Yep. It's yeah. it's it's gonna sink. I hope your wolves yeah. can swing, bro. Like yeah. right, yeah. And it's like I don't know. Yeah. I, I wasn't like angry. I wasn't upset or anything like that. It just really like in the moment I was like, I just, I, I know how shallow this can be taken. Mm-hmm. And I know it, it's true. Context is better than meat. It, like it, it, there's, there's gotta be, gotta be a level where it's like, oh, you need to realize like what's actually happening here though. It's not just, mm-hmm. you feel good. And it's not just, oh, I got to stop feeding that wolf because that wolf's going to win. So I'm going to stop looking at porn or I'm going to stop doing drugs. Everybody knows they got to stop doing drugs. Like that, that, that's not mm-hmm. a thing that you're changing somebody's mind on. Like yeah. nobody on meth right now is going, meth is really great for is me. Is this wolf it's okay? Just, yeah. Is, it, is, is this wolf doing good? Cause either the wolf one? was looking fairly anemic. <laughs> yeah. Like this is just a rough deal. Yeah. And so I don't know. It was just interesting mm-hmm. to me as I'm just like, okay, this is the, it's the first time I've been out in a, um, in a church that isn't my own for, for a while. Mm-hmm. And so it was very interesting. Yeah. And, uh, I, I really do want that tattoo. This is hashtag don't feed the wolf. Yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens. I was kind of on the, on the other end of the deal a couple of weeks ago. I'm starting to go out and talk about the, the orphanage and uh, went yeah. to a church, rural, rural, small, rural town, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's it is it is exactly what I remember from the 70s, right? You, you know, um, and and I had to remind myself, man, this this is family. I'm here with family, mm-hmm. you know, right? And, and it's like they were singing songs that like I grew up doing the hymns. I didn't, I'd never heard, you know. I, I'm going like. I have never heard, this. and it was the deal. You know, it's a small, small country church. Uh, the, the the piano player uh, had had back surgery or something, so she like recorded somehow digitally, I suppose. Yeah, her on the piano singing, and and you know she'd speed up and slow down, and I was like, okay, we're not keeping the same tempo, but and, and of course the the hymns are real high, you know, and and everybody's got their head buried, you know. And I'm yep. like, okay, I, I I've been I've been here again. It's so like, but it's, sometimes it's hard not not right. to, to put that through the filter of okay, come on, you can do better right. uh, too. You know what? Like you've had the same pastor for seventy two years. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't use. The, there was a couple songs. I'm like, really? You guys are looking at the words to you know, blessed be you know, whatever. I'm like, <laughs> I've been sung up for thirty years and I still know it by heart. You know, <laughs> you know? but but you know, but that, that, you, it's easy to get critical because yeah. you you end up where you're really comfortable and what, no, what, totally what, what speaks to you. And like, if any of them came to Archers, they'd be just as uncomfortable and weird and awkward. Yeah, you, you know. And, yeah. and so I just thought, man, I'm just hearing God's people, and I'm just going to enjoy this. No, and, that's totally fair. And uh, but I wasn't listening to bad teaching. I was, <laughs> I was the teacher. It was great. It was no. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, and I, this goes back to the same thing that I think I've said before when it comes to how you interact with kids. Uh, and, and this, but the comparison is going to seem just a little bit off, but like, I just see Jesus interacting with all kinds of people and, and he, he doesn't go for the cheap thing, the connecting right. thing, the story that, that, that would make sense to them, the parable that would hit them. That's why I'm, I'm that's why I like the wolves. I mean, you, to be honest, you get rooms full of people who have gone through rough situations, like the, the, the more dramatic kind of epic image hits them. Yeah, that's true. Because they've run the gamut of emotions. Like it pulls yeah. on something like, like if you feel when you're fighting a drug addiction, you feel like you're up against a massive wall. Right. Whether you believe it to be evil or yep. in you out there, like emotions that you're finding, physical things that you're fighting, like they, there, there's there are blockades in their in minds for of people who are struggling with that that I don't actually know. I've right. not been there, and so like all my problems are barely even keely sorted out. But yeah. like some of those dramatic images, like it's it's how you amp up for yeah. what is a freaking battle and a half, right? Yeah, so right. like I'm in on the wolves. It's it's and so it's it's just like Jesus would tell a parable that would make sense to somebody. Look at the lilies of the field. That's right. The Pharisees are going, "Are you serious?" Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> However, that's but you don't see this is where obviously Jesus got the right balance here. Like, yes, there's this is something you connect with, but what does it point you back to? It points you back to the Father. Right. Right? And right. so like he's he, Jesus is not missing the opportunity to say, "Hey, yes, bringing a new kingdom, the kingdom reflects the character of the Father. Here's some examples." But it points back up to the father himself. Right. right? And so my encouragement then is if you're ever going to stand on behalf of the Lord and speak something to someone like your context matters, your images will vary on who you're talking to. I think that's right and righteous. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But the context of what the the thing that you offer, the thing, the words that you're bringing uh, that no one else has to offer on the, you know, Zig Ziglar doesn't have to offer uh, just with some general encouragement on how to live a better life uh, is the things that point back to the father. And so if we miss that, uh, I, yeah, I think God can can probably get back to it and sort it out, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, it's the one thing that if I showed up to say anything, I'm not going to miss the points back to the Father piece. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. You've been listening to Life from the Path. All right. Let's give some advice on Dear Life from the Path. Get out of here. I'm ready. Yeah, me too. Don't Dear Life from the Path. <laughs> okay. When I visit my three grandchildren on Fridays, my daughter-in-law never offers me any refreshment. <laughs> Now you know why I was laughing earlier. Not even a glass of water or a cup of tea. She will eat in front of me and not offer me anything. This 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 is her daughter. This is her daughter daughter in law. Daughter in law. Okay. Not even a glass of water or a cup of tea. She will eat in front of me and not offer me anything. I was taught that this is rude. Should I bring my own refreshment? If I did, I would feel as though I would need to feed the whole family. I already travel quite far to get to her house, forty five minutes each way. And I bring snacks for the grandchildren. I visit them because it's easier for my daughter-in-law to have me over than to haul the one, three, and six-year-olds out to my house. I would love to be invited to stay for dinner, but it never happens ahead of time. If I come at 2 p.m., then around 5 p.m., I may be invited, but I feel it is out of obligation, so I don't stay. What should I do? Maybe, maybe, maybe the daughter-in-law sees you as family and figures you can go get yourself a glass of water. <laughs> right. <laughs> but she was taught that it's polite to be offered that glass of water. She eats in front of her, Dan. Right. To say, hey, do you mind if I had a glass of water? <laughs> yeah. I mean. Where's the sun? I'm probably at work. It's at yeah. 2 o'clock on a Friday. I mean, okay, I suppose that's fair. Yeah. I, here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. 
How many kids? Did she say how many? Say how many kids? Three kids. Three. One, okay. three, and six. And this woman, one, this woman's home, right? With the with three these kids. three kids on a Friday at two o'clock. Uh huh. She's either homeschooling or busy off her off her bones, man. You're in. You're you're showing up, and like, <laughs> you yeah, you're doing a great you? thing yeah. by going. Like, yeah. that's a super awesome thing. If you're there to help, help. I like I, but I, you're approaching this with the wrong mind. Yeah. Bring a tea. You want to drink some tea? Bring some with you, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> For goodness. Stop by, stop by the local uh, gas station on the way there and get yourself a bottle of, <laughs> right. you know, Snapple. It can't be that simple, fellas. It can't be that simple she to says, just bring her own refreshments or get a glass of water herself. <laughs> I'm afraid that if I bring Snapple, I have to get some for the whole family. Get some for the whole family. Here's some for the one-year-old. Here's some Snapple for the three-year-old. Like, you're being she just goofy. Said, she said she, bring, uh, or she, she brought... Um, uh, uh, snacks for the kids. I'm gonna tell you that this. means she brought snacks for three of the five people involved. Uh, so she's not willing to scrounge for the other two. Yeah, herself being one of them. Yeah, maybe the mother. What she's just, saying yeah. is she doesn't want to bring food for her daughter-in-law. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's it. That's it. Is yeah. that the next letter? Yeah. My mother-in-law comes and doesn't <laughs> offer me snacks. Doesn't offer me any snacks when she comes to visit me and my children. Okay, okay. I'm gonna, uh, now. This isn't always true, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bet eighty percent of the time. Uh, she does not want you to bring snacks for her children. Right. A lot yeah, of times... Everybody the, in the world's got the snacks they need at their house. I'm just saying, a lot of times families have curated what snacks, types of snacks, what's in the snacks. Uh, as if you are a grandparent, uh, you totally have the right to ignore that. It's it's one of the benefits of being a grandparent. Right. But if you're showing up every week with ho-hos and she gives out dried mangoes, you're causing a problem. You know what, though? As, as the grandfather in the room, uh, I always ask, Hey, is this okay? Kind. Is this the kind of food you want your son to have? Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dan, I really want you to make your own blog called The Grandfather in the Room. I? <laughs> like, I don't know what the context is really going to be, but that just feels like a publication I would sign up for. Yeah. Really? Oh, like yeah. the weekly newsletter from Dan, The Grandfather in the Room. I don't know. It just felt great. Just I just wanted to call that out real quick. I, I feel like you're in the right position, too, because you can go and say, hey, look, I bought these Twinkies. Are the kids allowed? And like, no, we don't really give them the Twinkies. No problem. <laughs> right. Take yeah. care. Oh, I guess I'm going to eat these now. Now, huh? Three, three for me. <laughs> Grandpa tax. If I bring, if I bring him next week, remember I forget. <laughs> I'm a yeah. grandfather. I bring yeah. ho-hos because they're two. Yeah, I would like if you're coming to see the kids, then you should be enjoying the kids. Uh, if, but just recognize that you're interrupting something. If if you're there till five, it means you'll be there for three hours. I don't care if if they love you to death. Like, especially if if. Either you're either homeschooling or there's just a routine. Even with right. a one and a three year old, there's a routine, and I guarantee you're interrupting it. Yeah. She's probably okay with it. She seems to be glad to have you there. But like these expectations you have in your mind, like you are the most important thing happening in the afternoon. I think I think it's just an attitude problem. If you change that, then I think this drink thing goes away. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. All right, you ready? You ready for secular? Let's have it. Oh gosh, this is a doozy. You were raised in a home where you were taught good manners. <laughs> Apparently, the woman your son married was not. <sighs> no hostess with an ounce of class would eat in front of a guest without offering them anything. You're not a hostess or a guest. <laughs> right. It gets better. The haphazard way you were included at dinner makes me wonder if your daughter-in-law dislikes you and only tolerates your presence because it certainly isn't calculated to make you feel welcome. Talk this over with your son. If your visits are regarded as an imposition, perhaps you should take the grands for an outing rather than watch their mother eat. 
Wow. I hate this advice. It was so this bad. So bad. You are 100% correct. She is a troll of a woman. Hate her. Hate her. Why did you let your son marry this filth? This buffet-eating Jezebel. <laughs> Who hates you? <laughs> Oh my! That is terrible, Nathaniel. I don't know. I don't know. Did we miss something here? We were way off. <laughs> Please bring the heavy. Yeah, look, you don't That's have any fights at your fella. place. You're the guy who should be solving all these problems. I mean, I don't. I don't know. It just seems. I mean, it seems kind of rude to not be like, "Hey, you want a you want a water, mother-in-law," but also it's like the mother-in-law can get, do it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like my mother-in-law comes over to my house, and I don't, I don't say, "Hey, you want a water?" And let, but like sometimes I do. Sometimes I'll be getting something at the store, getting some sodies. Yeah, and I'll say, "Hey, you want anything?" Nathaniel's a hostess with no class. <laughs> I am. I am actually a hostess with no class. But I'll, it just seems way blown up. Yeah, seems like too much. Yes. And my guess is, is that it's not even true. Right. Right. To, to your point, like, normally, I can't think of the last person that came to my house where I said, hey, do you want something? I just kind of, people are, who are at my house, I presume, are going to just grab, or, or frankly know that I don't keep anything good at my house. <laughs> we offer filtered water over here. Teeth with? <laughs> right. Like, I, th- my house is not the place to go for something good to drink. And so, but people who know me know this when we, they come in. <laughs> you want to come in? We've got groundwater. It's great. Yes, right. <laughs> if, it's in a basin in the bathroom. <laughs> we don't use cups though. It's actually clamshells. They're oh, all. They're oh all man, I'm gonna tell you this. It is. I. I can't. Oh, please don't validate. I can't have I people said. over. I say, what you want? We got. We got water. Warm water in the in the filtered bucket over here, mm-hmm. and uh, almond milk. And uh, juice that you're not allowed to have because we use that for communion. And uh, <laughs> yeah, soda? No. Tea? No, I don't think so. <laughs> the last time I went over to Ben's, I had to go out to the well myself. <laughs> <laughs> My arms are getting tired. How, how deep is this water? Well, go ben? get it yourself. <laughs> don't uh, drop that bucket for too long. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay, right. yeah, that's that's this is the worst. This is freaking terrible advice. Oh, I'm super excited for that. Terrible advice. Right? Let's have it. Dear Life of the Path, my son has a best friend, Earl. He nope. is hung- Nope. That's there's no way. Is it in quotes? It's in quotes. Okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> she the, the the writer's 150. Yeah, right. <laughs> he has hung out with the so my son has a best friend, Earl. Okay. He has hung out with since they were 14. Earl considers me his second mother because his real mother deserted him after he graduated from high school. Okay. He has never married or had kids. I'm 76. And Earl and Sweet Moses. Earl is 55. Uh-oh. He does small jobs for me off and on, like changing the light bulbs in my kitchen, fixing a light switch, replacing my windshield wipers, etc. He calls me off and on, and we email a lot. We both love movies and enjoy discussing them and the actors. When he calls, I, I know I sometimes become long-winded. I'm sure Earl gets tired of me going on and on about my stuff. But instead of telling me he needs to go, he quietly hangs up on me. (laughs) These are the best today. The best. I think it's extremely rude. I wish he would just tell me he has to go. I wouldn't be upset about that. Earl never mentions it later. We just go on as usual. I could tell him I'm never speaking to him again if he does it again. But I need him to help with those small tasks so I don't want to make him mad. Must I remain silent about it? What should I do? (laughs) These are killer today. Set a timer, 15 minutes, and then shut up. Earl, are you there? (laughs) 
I just it puts the image in your mind though. It's like this woman just gabbing around and him just like slowly putting the receiver down and tiptoeing away from the phone. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't been there for ten minutes. He's walked away. He's, he's in the bathroom. Do you want to know when this was written? Yeah. Two days ago. <laughs> Yeah, actually, uh, I like Dan's better. I like the opposite thing where he just like just hangs up the phone, no problem, and walks away gladly. Starts making a sandwich. Oh, this is the best. Okay, yeah. I well, here's the thing. Like, if you know, if you know, you're windy. Yeah, she knows the problem. <laughs> right. Like, I could be long winded going on about my stuff. Well, you stop. Earl just quietly hangs up after a while. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, I'm a wow. Dan, like, the chrome plated uh, stones on Earl yeah. is just is great. <laughs> I mean, but listen, but look at him though. He still comes over and helps. Right. No That's problem. Yeah. He even Earl sees no issue with this. He gets on the phone still and listens. And emails. Yeah. I, there's not anyone I email outside of work ever. Yeah. I, I get emails from pet hospitals every once in a while when they need to talk about my cats. Yeah. But like I don't think I've there's not a single friend or or family member or anybody I email. On on the regular. Does your cat 55 hospital five years old or not? Does the cat hospital say, "Dear Mr. Bova, uh, are you cleaning out your litter box correctly?" Because they should send out a newsletter. Can you cover that on uh, the grandfather in the room I, I by will. chance? I like will, proper yeah. litter technique. Yeah, That'd be great. yeah, okay. yeah. I'll illustrate. I call it the scoop and. All playing. right. So what's our what's our what's our advice to okay. to? He, he's not your girlfriend. Uh huh. Quit trying to treat him that way. Set a timer if you have to, but but do not over extend your stay on the phone. Yeah. Now, I, 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 just curious, did anybody else see the potential that she was going to want to date this man? I did. I thought I was did going too. There. Yeah. I thought, oh no, he asked me to marry him. That's <laughs> what I was waiting for. As I was just reading through it, I intentionally didn't read through all the pieces. I just grabbed like the first couple sentences and started laughing. I was like, oh, I'm reading that one. Yeah, yeah. I was really hoping this wasn't going to turn weird. Yeah. yeah. Earl's parents <laughs> abandoned him, so when he was 25, I took him in. We've been dating for 50 years now. It's like oh. <laughs> that's right. I'm what? surprised he abandons my phone call. <laughs> that's what he does. That's what he <laughs> he's does. really great with a light bulb. It's from his stock. Um, oh gosh. Okay. Yes. I I don't think there's any other. There's not like fifty pieces of advice here. No. Stop talking so long and winding the man out. Is there anything we want to say to Earl? Uh, no. I mean, here I I, I agree <laughs> that this man has got a has got a pair on him to to not really hang up on someone without saying and then just not even just acknowledge. Never it mention it. <laughs> like Earl, this is the forty sixth time you hung up on me. Why do you answer my calls if you don't want to talk? Yeah. Well, Ethel, you talk for 58 minutes every time. That's why. I have 30 minutes budgeted for my time with you. Yeah, Earl should start with that. Is there belief that he that maybe he thinks he's getting away, like that he thinks she's just <laughs> falling asleep? He's pulling one over on her? <laughs> like, he, he may have, know he's he gone. Maybe he is falling asleep, and then his hand falls off the phone or, whatever, or hits the end, or I don't know. He but, leaves her on speaker and falls asleep. Well, now, here's the thing. She's, she caused this problem because not only did she uh, windy the man, but because she doesn't mention it, he thinks he's a genius. He True. thinks he thinks he's getting away with this thing and has been for years. <laughs> she doesn't even well, know. What if it's just his battery's dying? That's a long time to talk. That's same like five hours in. Same advice then. Right. If True. you're going in and knocking out the battery, it's too much. Stop being so windy. She called. He only had thirty-seven percent left. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to set some expectations. Go. Says, hey, we got thirty minutes to talk. That's it. Yeah. I want to talk about all the actors and the movies you like. I love. Thank you so much for all the stuff you've done for me. I, love I will Burt be Reynolds. there Tuesday to make certain I get your light bulbs taken care of. But also, where's her son? Yeah, uh, yeah I don't like know. best friends with Earl since fourteen. They're, he's talking fifty-five. To Earl's mom. They have been friends for forty-one years. Ooh, ooh, I did. Uh, 40, 
Yeah, 41 years. It's made me think of a different angle. And I think this is something to be cautious of as someone who interacts with older folk. Her worry about conflict is that he will then no longer come around to help them, help her. Mm -hmm. And it puts someone, especially like a, like a, 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 someone who's in an advanced stage who cannot do things for themselves, like that they, they have to reduce some of their uh, normal human interactions for fear that someone may not be able, they may not be willing to help Dang. them. And it's a really interesting thing to think about. It's a scary thing. Right. Right. Like are, are someone, someone concerned that the basics of their life, like no one's going to show up and help me change a light bulb that I can't, I cannot stand on a chair and go change this light bulb anymore. So I won't say something to my grandson or my son, lest they not be willing to help me. And so I say that to consider like, if you're in relationships like that, Maybe maybe take the time to like just remind your yeah, family or people that. you're helping out to say, by the way, my help is not conditional. Uh, I still value your opinion and don't feel like you can't say things to me. I'll be here anyway. Yeah, um, no, that makes sense. Maybe just what she said remind. Like I would hate to feel like that, like that. Oh, I, because then you're, you're now you've created now you've created a shallow relationship between that you don't want, but you have to. Because you're protecting a risk for yourself that have physical needs to it. And like this is the you want deeper relationships then at this time of life. And you don't want to miss out on those for them fear that you're not going to come over and help. So And here's another thing. Connect with some old people in your life. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be your family members. Like you don't have to like hang out with your estranged grandma or whatever. But mm-hmm. like there are some cool people out in the world that would just love to be interacted with and spend some time with. And like, if you've got the bandwidth for an hour on a Saturday every once in a while, spend some time with them. Go to go to a nursing home if you can figure it out, mm-hmm. and not be creepy about it, and just listen. And just like those people have insanely awesome stories and life that you've never even thought could be lived, and they feel so undervalued in many situations and unloved because they feel like a burden in all situations. And you can help take off that emotional burden by just being there. And so that's just a r- little random, like you know. 20 cents on the top of the dollar there that you just spend some time. It's such a weird, I was thinking about this last week, actually, um, about, uh, I was thinking about my job and about like, uh, notions of retirement and things and things like that. And I thought like, what, what a change, this is not explain me by the way, but I was pulling this thought process to like its greatest ends, which was like, what, just think of what it's like for someone who is in their, in their prime and like, their words change the world. Right. And then it doesn't take, but like a blink of a bo- blink of an eye and someone has to wipe their butt. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's, it's just, and, and what changed? Can't change the light bulbs. Nothing about that guy's soul changed. Nothing like, and oftentimes their mind is, is sharp. Their, their body is not cooperating yeah. with them anymore. Utility. And, and based upon that external view of the world, the whole world treats them differently. Like you would never know or get the same power as that, that guy, that guy 30 years earlier, like commanded armies made, right. made stock prices go up and down, made decisions on where are we going for the next five years of life. And like, it's just so fickle and frail outside of our relationships. And it's weird to think how much of an advertisement your physical body is on how the world interacts with you right this and like and, and i get that that's that's an age kind of an age thing and a frailty thing but like we know this just on on random physical stuff or like physical stuff that people have like people decide how they're going to interact with you 
based upon what you look like all the time, even as even things you can control, like how are you standing today? And so anyway, it was just it just it was such an odd it was such an odd thing that I'm sure like uh, it's maybe it's best to have thought about earlier in life because you start to value the right types of things earlier in life and recognize that that just so this is the reason I was thinking about work. And I've said this before, like um, I, I started I started work in the annuity uh, annuity business when I was 20. Uh, I didn't know anything about annuities. I had no, I couldn't, I knew they were in Charles Dickens novels. I knew like people would set up an annuity to make sure that kids were taken care of after parents died. And some lawyer was always the steward of this money who had to go deliver it to someone. So I like, that's my, that's my understanding. Um, and like, I know all kinds of stuff. I'm, I was there, there's been multiple times in my career where like, when you wanted to know something, like I was the guy you would come and ask. And, and it does not, it is not lost on me that as soon as I left that door, that means nothing. It is of no earthly, worldly value to anybody. My, if there's a status to it, it's it's ten feet into the entrance, and frankly, it's only it's only for seven and a half hours a day, and then no one gives a flying crap. It doesn't mean anything to them. And so, like, it's 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 real, but it's fleeting, and it's and it's fickle, and it's and it's a it's it's as notional as the promise of an insurance company that they're going to pay you something when you did. Like, it just. It's just so fleeting. And so the question is, is like when you look at, okay, how much, how often am I working? Where am I putting all my effort into? Who do I today, who did I focus on caring about um, what they think? It, did, did, I, did I prioritize my wife and my children and my church family and mo- like certainly my relationship with Jesus? Or like, was I more worried today that some guy who could give a crap about me three years from now does not think about me in any context unless I popped up and he needed something from me. Is that the guy that got my focus today? Sometimes, sometimes that's the case. And so I need reminded of, of just, just how, again, it's, it's, it's not that it's not real. It's just that it's fickle. Yeah. Um, and it, it goes, it's, it's, if, if your whole life is a vapor, this is the breath before the vapor. Some of those things. It's all heavy. That only, that's right. It only partially relates to this woman's problem, but, all right, we get after, off my lawn. After us bohardin for fifteen minutes on that, ready for uh, did Nathaniel hang up and walk away? I, I saw it in his eyes too. He was like, "I'm gonna okay. set this one." In down. my defense, he's been like that for the last forty minutes. He was tired anyway. True, True. I was. Nathaniel, and then pres- I thought to myself as you were telling that story, I should look up some complicated annuity questions, and then on the rando, just pop them off, like, like text hey, them man. over to you. Hey, Ben, I was just wondering. Oh, what a pal. What a yeah. pal you are. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking that I was tired of hearing him talk about annuities. So you're better for the night. No, I, th- I started looking up and uh, I, I didn't even know. I don't know nothing other than what Ben has just explained about annuities, about Charles Dickens. Yeah, through the <laughs> so whole thing, I was thinking, I what a liter- nerd knows about Charles Dickens novels? <laughs> I literally Googled complicated, complicated <laughs> annuity questions. Nathaniel, we love you. We appreciate you being here when you're so tired and you can't get the word complicated out. It's good stuff. Hey, hey, I love you, buddy. This man is a pal. He's here for me. He says, My man needs to be encouraged and find value in the world. And I'm going to ask him annuity questions. Yeah. Thanks, bro. And I'm and then, the other friend on the other side of it that goes, Forget you and your Charles Dickens novels. You're ridiculous. Come back down to earth. Boova's Hevel. Nathaniel is sent from the Lord. <laughs> Probably true. Okay. What's the, what, what did we get? Did we, what was the advice? You want to give it a shot? Okay. All right. Uh, tell Earl, or secular says, excuse me, tell Earl. That when he hangs up on you, it is extremely hurtful. 
Explain that you know you are sometimes long-winded, and if he needs to end the conversation, there are kinder ways of doing it. Tell him that if he lets you know he needs to go, it will not hurt your feelings, and this is what you should, would prefer. Excuse me. Then cross your fingers that this second son gets the message. Now, I, I don't know that that's true. Uh, if, if always in the conversation you're the person who has to go, hey, man, I really got to run, like, they're going to know that. Right. I, so, I, I don't know. I, I get, it just, I suppose it depends how comfortable you are with each other. Like, Mary, you're doing it again. This is, <laughs> this right. is you're going to go off on a tangent. Like, I don't Mary, have I time you. for your tangents. <laughs> We've talked about Gone in the Wind 14 times now. I love you so much. I got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One uh, more? Yeah, let's do one more. Right. Then we're done. Dear, live from the path. I'm a first-generation Mexican-American who married into a Caucasian-blended family. My husband, my stepdaughter, Lisa, and her mother and stepfather make up a beautiful unit. I have no children. Although my family initially ruffled at my interracial marriage, they got with the program. So much so that we invited Lisa to partake in a coming-of-age rite, the quinceanera. We were excited to update and modify it as much as possible so all sets of parents, grandparents, and other family could be involved. Suddenly, when Lisa was 14, a year before the quinceanera, we, when planning should be ramped up, not down, my extended family went into radio silence. Despite our attempts to encourage, coach, and generate excitement, we were led to believe Lisa had gotten cold feet and was re- reconsidering the event. We honored her wishes and planned to find other ways to make her feel special. Two weeks before her 15th birthday, Lisa sent me an invitation for her quinceanera. <laughs> Dear Live from the Path, words cannot express how heartbroken I feel. I was supposed to teach her about the cultural significance of what she was embarking on. I attended anyway, making sure to shower her with praise and put on a good face. However, in addition to being devastated, I was deeply offended. Of course, because no one bothered to check in, many features of the rite were handed improperly. I've been holding my tongue for Lisa's sake since. uh, since. I'm afraid this could could cause a rift with her mother. What I don't want is for Lisa to think my feelings have anything to do with something she may have done. For the sake of peace, is continued is continued silence better? Boy, that is tough. What a jerk thing to do. Right. She's the one who would have suggested it in the first place, and then was completely kicked out of the planning and everything, and made to believe that it wasn't happening. Right. So my, I just just make sure I get it right in my mind. Um, this is a the the she marries the guy. Yep. The guy's divorced. Yep. Uh, so, uh, stepdaughter now. Stepdaughter now, yep. Okay, suggest, uh, do, do white, bunch of whiteies. Yes, bunch she's, of whiteies. She's the Hispanic, okay. And so, she suggests, hey, maybe we could do this quinceanera. I, it's part of my culture, I can help do this. Seems interested. As a stepmom, yeah. Okay, and then it, then it dies. Yep. And then, and then she gets invited to a whitey version of the quinceanera two weeks before it happens, and they did it like a bunch of whiteies. Yes. And did not do it correctly, because they don't really understand it. And now she doesn't know whether she should say something. Right. I think uh, shows up there using Taco Bell mild sauce. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Why people taco night? Um, New York City taco shells from yeah, the, the grocery the store. It's, that's Kathy Ireland <laughs> age, Dan. We got to give it up. <laughs> Dan and I are getting old. Uh, oh man. So back in my day. Uh, so okay. So I believe I, that's called a quesadilla. I would. I would let it go. Um, yeah. And I would have uh, if if I'd be curious if I was the husband of both of these women, <laughs> um, I might say, hey, what happened here? Yeah. Let's like, do a little like recon of what went down. Yeah. C- c- because like we have to continue to be in this kind of shared relationship. And like 
this has this is this feels this just felt real weird, and it'd be nice not to run into some weirdness. So, right. can you help yeah. me understand what occurred? Yeah, I think I think the guy owes the daughter and the and the uh, new wife um, that to try to investigate. Now, you may not get anything, and it may be a crappy answer, and I think you don't push it. But I think you owe. I think that guy owes everybody to go say, "Is there any possible way we don't end up in a situation like this again?" Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think that's I fair. Think that's fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, at the end of Dear Life from the Past, uh, sometimes people will identify themselves by like a made-up name, like Lost in Lincoln or something like that. I didn't read the name that this gal has called herself, and Secular answered by saying, "Dear Madre," and so I thought she was being kind of weird and racist by saying calling her Madre. But then I realized the gal identified herself as Madre de la Quinceañera, so it worked out. But Secular says, your feelings of hurt and frustration are understandable, but Lisa chose to celebrate her birthday the way she and her mom wanted, and that was her privilege. Rather than give the girl an authentic Quinceañera and understanding of the meaning of that milestone, it appears her mother and stepfather opted instead for Quinceañera light. Do not pick a fight over this. Move on, but do do continue to share with Lisa everything you have to offer. Your wisdom, your experience, and your cultural heritage from now on. Uh, I feel like that's I don't know if for a 14 to 15 year old that's going to be like oh yeah quinceanera because of my Latina stepmom that's a cool thing year prior kick out Latina stepmom let's just do a quinceanera light like what yeah I yeah or maybe I, the, I think they're I think we might be misunderstanding I think I think original mom may be Hispanic oh I think we're reading wrong interesting i think original mom was hispanic because it did say blended family at the beginning well blended is more i think that's i think yeah that's what i thought i think there's a chance that original mom was hispanic oh so now this is some sort of uh over who does quinceaneras correctly i think that's i think that's actually okay i changed my advice dude you gotta stay out of that you don't want to be in the middle of that stuff I, i possibly i may be wrong but I, they, it just gave me weird vibes. So there you I, go. I think you're definitely wrong. But if you're not, then Fantastic. I say you've got to stay out of that. <laughs> All right, you're listening to Charles Life Dickinson in the Bad. once uh, in a book now, about I, I don't know what's surprising. I am way more likely to know the contents of a Charles Dickens novel than I am an information about an annuity. <laughs> yeah, agreed. But, but I get to call you a nerd when you talk about Charles Dickens novels still. Uh, You've been listening to Life from the Path. Thanks for hanging out with us so far tonight. We really do appreciate it. Uh, hey, if you got any feedback for the show, hey, just a blast from the past. And I know Buva doesn't do this, but you can use the email address, info at livefromthepath.org. Uh, all I get is advertisements there. So, I mean, if you got something fun to say, go ahead and shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Or the Life from the Path complaint line, 515-517-0085. Call or text. We'd love to hear from you on the complaint line. Uh, we are coming. I think we're just like two or three shows away from the 500 show. So, again, if you got any feedback for us, you want to say, Live from the Path is changed my life in the following ways uh, that's how you would do it 515-517-0085 go ahead speak your mind i hated that I hated that a whole lot but if you call i'm gonna have to listen to that dear two chance. dear life in the path dear life from the path this is the way that you've changed my life when i, the last when I hear the rumble of your voice it gives me the tingles i want to date your frequency <laughs> I love, I, I love I, everything I, I just I said. I could hate it more. I and love you just kept going. Every bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, <laughs> thanks for hanging out. Uh, we'll be back with you next week. In the meantime, be faithful in the means. God will handle the ends. You've been listening to Live from the Path. <laughs> Live from the Path.